is often said this is a young men's sport. And in a couple of months, <laughs> we got two of the best young men getting in the ring to do their thing. Devin Haney, Ryan Garcia, they just had the press conference. We're talking all about it. Let's go. You heard it from Showtime, Sean Porter, April 20th. It's going down. Devin Haney is defending his WBC Super Lightweight Championship against Ryan Garcia. You can check that out on DAZN. They just had their first press conference yesterday in New York. They've got another one coming up in L.A., I believe, on Thursday. We're going to talk about that press. We're going to talk about that fight. I'm George Jackvick alongside champion Sean Porter, Chris Algieri, Pauli Manaji. Guys, I don't know about you, but it is good to be talking about an actual fight. Not an alleged fight, not a rumored fight, but a fight. Like we said, they had their first press conference yesterday. Here's some of the best clips from that presser. Take a look. We know that, you know, Ryan does not want the fight to be here behind closed doors. He's tricking the people. He's doing anything that he can to make the fight go to Vegas on a later date. But the fight needs to happen on April 20th at the Barclays here in New York. If it's NYC, it's NYC. I'm going I'm to get to him here at the Barclays April 20th. So be it. Let God's will be done, not mine. So I'm straight up. If he wants, we'll fight April 20th. I'm going to destroy you anyways. April 20th, May 4th, you could pick a date tomorrow, right now. Like, it doesn't matter. No, anytime. Listen, we've seen Ryan quit before. We've see, we, we, we seen him take a knee before and quit. And uh, on April 20th, it won't be no different. He's going to get his ass whooped. Listen, and he, know he, don't, he, he know he don't have the skills. He don't have the IQ. Listen, he don't have the heart. We've seen him quit. We, don't we, use that tank line take, again, please. We've seen you take a knee. And on April 20th, it won't be no different. When it gets hot, we you quit. You hugged the this whole round. There listen, was a whole round listen, you were just listen, holding. That's crazy. Listen, have I ever quit like you did? <laughs> okay. Are stamped all over it, and I believe, Bernard, and I believe Bernard, it Bernard, will be. Bernard, you want to squash the beef? For real? We don't have no beef. Okay, there we go then. We don't have no beef. So we go. Well, that was a beautiful moment at the end of that, boy. And this is Deep Waters. We're going deep what on was that? What, what, was that out of nowhere? <laughs> did he do that out of nowhere? Yeah. Well, he did. Bernard was talking, and Ryan but, just went up to him and just squashed their alleged beef. But but he did that out of nowhere? Like, the, we're having a press conference, and he just took it to, to the, there's no beef? Well, yeah. just, to re, just to rewind just a little bit, Devin kept trying to interrupt Bernard and even reached over and, like, tugged Bernard. I don't know if he, you know, tugged okay. his coat or anything like that. But... Really, and we we know Bernard. Bernard gets long-winded, but I didn't really feel like, you know, I felt like he was getting to his point, but I didn't feel like he was there yet. And then, <laughs> and then Ryan, Bernard goes long which yeah, usually yeah. happens. And then yeah. Ryan just just jumps up and it was like, you know, it's my turn. I once I once had a fighter meeting with my days uh, uh in my uh my and, and uh, uh for one of the fights Bernard did. I forgot which fight it was. I was I was uh uh you know the fighter meetings we have before one of their fights. Mm -hmm. We and Bernard, we we asked one question and Bernard talked for 45 minutes straight. <laughs> no more questions. 45 minutes straight. <laughs> well, there. That's that that's that's the MO. That that's Bernard's MO. But you know, let let let's jump right in because Zim Richardson was falling asleep. <laughs> <laughs> Sean, the, the, the main thing that that uh we're gonna be hearing about about in the months leading up to this is uh Haney's gonna call Garcia quitter. Everyone knows what happened in, in the tank fight. Um, fighters were saying that he quit. So that was was what Haney is is attacking Garcia with. What about that label, Garcia being a quitter? Hey, listen, I actually want to go a different way. I, I kept, it seemed like they're arguing about 
or pointing out the fact that Ryan does not want to fight New York. And I'm like, all right, cool, whatever. Chris said it off air. You know, hey, you got taxes in New York. You don't have taxes in Las Vegas. To us, it makes sense. We understand that part of the business. But then they also mentioned a different date. And so while, George, you're like, you're just happy to be talking about a fight that's not allegedly happening. I kind of feel like the date is alleged at this point. Well, like, Ryan said it. Ryan said May fourth. Yeah. He said April twentieth, May fourth. That's that's Ryan saying that. It's signed right now. I mean, it's April twentieth at Barclays. It can't it be. Seems like it's set. Hello, date is May fourth. Yeah. So, all right. So, so you're you're talking. Well, what about the the quitter thing though? Because that's all Haney's going to be talking about. Yeah, that's all he's going to be Garcia talking about. I think that Ryan, you 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 should have. The, the, the moment you got up off of the canvas and made your way to the back room, you should already know, like you should have, you should be walking with your head down. Like this is all anybody going to talk about is me. This all, <laughs> like you should have already like crossed that bridge a long time ago. When the rev hit 10. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, 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 this should be just rolling off of your back at this point, because you understand that this is a part, this is something that you basically set yourself up for. Um, You should also know, what Devin Haney and and Bill, what their protocol is when it comes to uh, promoting a fight and pushing the buttons of their opponents. They're going to find that one button and they're going to just do this with that button. So to me, it shouldn't, it should just roll off of his back. If it doesn't, that that's, that's signs of weakness to me mentally that, that, uh I'm actually surprised that Haney went that route. I thought he was going to take more a page out of the Floyd Mayweather book where he was going to talk his opponent up, talk him up, talk him up, talk him up. Not mention that he was a quitter. Not mention that because Floyd was great at that. He would make sure everybody he was fighting was the best fighter in the world. So when he beat them, he'd look that much better. But yeah. now Haney's doing a different kind of thing. He's trying to get under his skin. He's going for low-hanging fruit. I'm kind of surprised they went that route because everybody's going to talk about that anyway, uh, like you said, Sean. But, uh, yeah, I mean, because, listen, if he quits again, it doesn't look as spectacular that Haney was able to do it. If Haney goes out there and be like, this is the most dangerous guy around, that left hook, he's fast, he's this, he's that. And then he demolishes him. It looks that much more impressive. But but then yeah, you, you're ridiculous if you're lying too, though. I mean, he's coming off yeah. of that. <laughs> Chris is like, yeah, like, 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 we don't lie. We're at press conferences and fighter meetings. Come on, man. <laughs> I think Chris, this one might be a little bit different too because they do have the yeah. the the history in the amateurs. So it's Absolutely. like you you kind of want to you want to fight the guy even in 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 the press conference in the interviews. Because you just want everybody to know how bad he is and everything that you know from childhood and all these other things. He wants so, to beat him in every way. Yeah. But I the know. other part about that too is we we got to know this about the Haneys. They're they're not like Mayweather. They like to poke the bear, you know, and and that's kind of their thing. You know, they have the old school rhyme uh, approach, which is it's innovative. You know, it's it's refreshing to see that. You know, I haven't seen that in a long time, and you know they like making fun of things before they get the job done. Well, Paulie, yeah. Chris called it low-hanging fruit, but Paulie, when when a fighter's called a quitter, that that's pr pretty harsh. It doesn't get much worse than that. Well, personally, I think there, there's, there's an approach. I, my personal approach, uh, in, in if I'm in the circumstances of both of these guys, here's how I would look at it. If I'm Ryan Garcia, I would be thinking of guys who have overcome the, the the quitter moniker in the past. You know, I would be looking at guys like Vladimir Klitschko and Vitaly Klitschko, for example, who were, were at one time labeled as quitters, but then became terrific world champions, you know, champion world champions that have, have had a lot of respect in the business and the, in the sport. And, and, and people look back on as having been top level, top quality champions, not just fighters. 
So uh, there, there is a way where you can kind of, uh, if, if, it's any, if it's anything, you can be given that moniker of quitter and then, and then still be able to shake it off, be able to be able to p- push that one away and change people's mentality. You know, that, that that's the thing, man. First impressions, you don't get a second chance to make them. You got to make, you got to say, you only get a, a one chance to make a first impression. And that's sort of the reputation you have. If you create a reputation, that first impression, make sure it's the right one. Because even afterwards, if you don't, if you're not perfect, that first impression of people is usually still going to stick despite uh, any, any other hiccups in that, in that uh, impression in the future. But if that's not what your first impression is going to be of people, of a person, then when you going forward, it's hard to change that. It's harder. It's harder to change that because that's what the one that sticks. So that first impression has to be good. Ryan made a bad first impression. Listen, at he at this point, you know, bit for uh, hasn't been in very big, big many big fights. He gets into the big fight, he ends up quitting. You know, uh, he's not the first guy. The, like I said, the Klitschko's went through this earlier in their careers too, and then they were able to overcome it. It takes a lot of more of a body of work. I I know my last my last career fight, I got stopped with a body shot. You know what I mean? And, and you know what? I probably at the end could have maybe even beaten the count. I'll be honest with you. You know what I mean? But I was just mentally <laughs> checked out of the whole thing. And that's why I retired after the fight. I'll be like, you know what? That's it. I, I, this is not for me anymore. I didn't get the label of quitter because I had already substantiated my my heart earlier in my career, especially with that Cotto fight. That was people's first impressions. So Ryan has to overcome this first impression he's created through his own quitting so early in his career, but it can be done. And that's why I think if I'm Ryan Garcia and if I'm team Garcia, I will be looking at it from the perspective of, you know, there's guys that have been labeled quitters early in their careers. There are guys that have had to carry this moniker, bear this cross, so to speak, and they've been able to overcome it and change people's perceptions of them through hard work and dedication and time uh, uh, put into the business. On the other side, how would I look at it if I'm Devin Haney? I probably would have had a DJ play on bended knee by boys to men. I probably would, I, I, would I, I would be pushing on this. I would, and, and so cool. I don't blame Devin That's Haney. That's a good tactic. I don't, I don't blame Devin Haney for uh, 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 doing this. Like I said, I would have probably had the DJ when Ryan enters a press conference. Uh, uh, you know, check this, man. Play this right here. I'm bending knee. You know what I mean? Because that's that's basically what you're gonna try to stick to Ryan. And you're gonna try to make it play on his mind. So I think. I think, you know, there, there's a play here for both guys. I think they promoted the fight well for the first press conference. I think it'll continue in L.A. Maybe we'll, we will hear on bend the knee in L.A. Who knows? But either way, um, it, regardless, I, I think uh, uh, there's a there's a path here to promoting this fight very well for both guys. And there's a path to keeping the winning mentality here for both guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and don't forget, you talk about guys overcoming. Roberto Duran quit in a fight with Sugar Ray Leonard. Yeah. He overcame yeah. it. He became, yeah. he became a champion. Yeah, but, but he had already... Uh, he had already that world championship at lightweight, so he it right. wasn't a first first impression, but nonetheless, yes, he had the right. yeah. But this is this is boxing. It's what have you done for me lately? And, and I agree with you that first impressions matter, but only the bad first impressions stick with you. Good ones, mm-hmm. you they need to be proven time and time again. It's what have you done for me lately? If you if you came out the gate and you had this great career and you had these big fights where you were you were the man, you step up. That very first time you quit, man, that never leaves you. And even if Ryan goes out there and beats Haney. The next guy is going to bring up the tank fight. Still, it's it, it, those kind of those kind of negative press remarks that that those impressions you make never go away. Boxing is tough, man. It's it's very unforgiving. You've got to be the man all the time because if there's any negative negative around your valor or your your heart, that's always going to come back to haunt you. And Ryan is going to have a, a, a an uphill battle from now on because but, of that. But I think in, in my experience, you know, um, I had that that cold fight where I broke my overbone. And it wasn't a negative first impression. People had that impression of me like, oh, I, I do anything but quit. 
and that kind of stuck with me. I felt like more than it should have, because for example, anytime somebody ends up stopping uh, for an orbit bone break, uh, like a Kel Brook fight or the Billy Joe Saunders fight, when I I get everybody messaging me, oh man, you didn't quit this and that, <laughs> and I and I and I think I get over credit for it, you know, it, because because uh, I, I, I disagree because you had a lot of you had a lot of tough fights where you dug, where you dug deep, and but, whether you, you know came, whether, you, whether I, you won or you lost, you never quit though. You never you never. I, yeah, but what I'm saying is, I can't promise. I can't promise I'll react like that at 30 that I did at 25. I'd like to think I would. I'd like to think I would. I'd love to think I would. At 35, I'll tell you, I wouldn't react like that because at, at 36, <laughs> I was already from body shots and, 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 and I was the end of my career. But I, but I'd like to think that at 30, I would have been able to overcome it, but I don't know. I mean, that was very, very difficult. You know, and, and at 25, you go, you got nothing to fall back on. I'm climbing this building uh, that is a boxing career with no safety net. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's make or break, make or break with no uh, secondary plan. So, you know, I'm going through that, but I don't know. Like what I'm saying is I don't know if 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 I if for sure I'd like to believe I would, but I don't know for sure if I'd be able to finish a fight under those circumstances like that. Go ahead, champ. Go ahead, champ. I, I still hold to what I like what I say about Ryan Garcia in that fight with Tank Davis. And nobody likes this, but at the end of the day, him deciding not to get up, it didn't get worse for him. He mm -hmm. saved himself the ass whooping of a lifetime that everybody would have <laughs> saw. Yeah. He saved himself some punishment that he could possibly have suffered that would last with them. That's the thing that people don't ever, they never take into consideration. Every time you get into the ring, you don't leave the ring the same. Even in, even in going down on one knee, mentally he didn't leave the ring the same. You know what I mean? So he still has something to come back from. But at the end of the day, he didn't allow the world to see him get get done dirty, and he could have got he could have got done dirty. Why you don't like it? Guess what? He's still a relevant fighter, so that was smart on his behalf. And you like it or not, he's still a relevant fighter, and he's still gonna make money fighting Devin Haney, and he can still talk himself up into being everything that he was prior to that Tank Davis fight. Sean, that was very that was very rational, and uh, unfortunately, boxing fans are not very rational. So. I don't. I, although I although I respect I respect your, your, what you said. You're exactly rational? right. But, but how rational is it? Because you're planning to go back to that level of opposition, and now you haven't visited a certain hell inside the ring that may visit you again in in, in future fights. And, and you haven't proven to yourself that you can get through it. One thing about the my fight, not to go back on my fight. one thing about my fight is it, it, it proved to me that I could go through a very difficult time. So it, it, in the future, if I'm if I'm going through this very difficult time, I, I feel like I can dig down. Now, again, there comes a certain point where it's beaten out of me. I, you know, many years later, I don't know if I can go through that. But right after that, like right in the in the year two, three, four, whatever, right after that, I'm I'm holding my hat on that where I've been to wherever this this fight could go with this fight all these fights could turn into hell i've been i've been there so i can hold my hat on that ryan can't hold his hat on that it's, it's the rational he did okay the rational well, thinking Paulie, is okay, Paulie, the, the, the difference with you and ryan you did it in the gym there's many reports that ryan is not very disciplined in the gym he has not mm -hmm. been pushing the gym he's not been in those dark places in the gym i know for a fact you've been there you are a guy who'd like to spar tough guys all the time your training camps are hard i that's why when when i went through the ruslan thing i broke more as well tough fight my team was not surprised. They had seen me go through dark times. They had seen me go into the dark and come back and, and, and with my hand raised. So it was no surprise to anyone around Team Algeria when I did what I did in that fight. But with Ryan, he doesn't have that same 
He doesn't have that same realism. He hasn't he hasn't been there in any shape or form, whether it's a well, white he, man he, or in a he was with Luke Campbell, though. I think it was Luke Campbell who dropped him, yeah. dropped him hard. I mean, he was really hurt in that fight. He came up and won it. Now I know Luke Campbell is no, not a tank. No, He's no, not no, a no, but Kevin that's Hayden. still a great point, George. The, the only thing it is, is a great point. and with hindsight being 2020, I, I thought the same thing. I thought he overcame a lot there in that fight. With hindsight being 2020, it's always more 2020 when it's hindsight. You look at it, that fight, I I, I think that fight scared Ryan. Because he didn't take any tough mm. fights afterwards. Well, actually, you, you brought yeah, that up before about, about opposition. Uh, Joshua. Yeah, his, uh, his level of opposition never went back up to that level until Javante, yeah. where it was obviously a higher level. But but he didn't fight at, at, at the level of Luke Campbell again until he fought Javante Davis, who was an even higher level. You know, so he went backwards. I think he was. I think it actually scared him, to tell you the truth. At first, I thought it, it made him overcome. But, I, but also I his perspective. I think in the Luke Campbell fight, Ryan was going into the fight like, hey, listen, I'm the man. He's the underdog. Now, with the tank fight, I don't think he had that same mindset. I don't know yeah. if he knew he was con as confident. And that's the thing. You're, when your confidence isn't at the peak, when dark things or bad things happen to you, it's easier to fold. And, and also, also the thing is, who is the man you're trying to be? Are you trying to be the best boxer in the world? Are you trying to be a world champion? I feel like uh, those of us here in, in this conversation, we know that the, our biggest goal was to become a champion. Yes, we know the money would come, but it, that wasn't really the chase. The chase, obviously, you know if you become a champion of the money. But you're trying to chase the man you're trying to be, and that is to become the champion of the world, the, the best fighter in the world, the best fighter you can be. Is Ryan after that, or is Ryan just after fame? Is Ryan just after money? It's, it's, that, I, I'm still not convinced that Ryan Garcia is chasing the man he wants to be as far as the man he wants to be being a world champion. I, feel, I still feel like the man Ryan Garcia wants to be is this social media star, this famous guy giving quotes, like all this other stuff, like getting up in the middle of the press conference to tell, to tell Bernard that you, that you got no more beef. That had nothing to do with the press conference. You're just looking for attention. So, so what I'm saying is, who are you trying to be? Are you trying to be the best fighter in the world? Because no says, matter what, we all like money. We all like fame. But are you? I, I get the. I still get the feeling. No matter. Devin doesn't come from a poverty stricken background, but I still feel like Devin has been able to be successful because he's chasing the man he's always wanted to be, and that man is to be the best fighter in the world. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So, so if you're chasing that, if you're chasing that, you're gonna be a bona fide in your mind stronger, no matter what. If you're chasing other things, man, I just I don't know, and that's why Ryan doesn't convince me from the psychological perspective. You know. In the in the press in the conference, he did say that he's he's done with chasing the fame and the money. He's now he's trying to become a world champion and, and he's out for the belts and that's what he wants. You know, I think it's easier said than done. I think you need a couple of fights that to to kind of like make you feel like, all right, I can do this. And this really, you know, you don't have time for a fight or two to let you know. I am that world champion that I can be. Now let me go get Devin Haney. It's it's here, it's right now. But the thing that um that I'm thinking about here is um the fact that like to your point, like you said, like why would you stand up in the middle of a press conference and and ask Bernard if the beef is squashed? I really think that he knows how to control a room and he knows how to keep the attention on him. But the thing that when you talk about the confidence that I, that I like about this fight is the fact that they have amateur history. Yeah. When there's yeah. amateur history, it gives you this confidence that other people may not expect you to have. And that's what I said about the Tank Davis fight. He didn't have any experiences to base anything on. He had the talk that I talked and the talk that he talked, but also everything that this man has 
done, Tank Davis, everybody, he's knocked out. When that moment happens in the ring, he goes down on one knee and he doesn't get up. It is what it is. I personally think that if that if that happens again, it's 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 like he's ready to face what he didn't face before. I don't think he's he's gonna quit ever again. I think that he knows that's the worst thing he could do as a fighter is quit. In the moment, it's a little easier to just make this decision and deal with it later. I think number one, if he gets into the dark waters in this one, I don't think he's gonna quit. And then number two, I got a feeling that there's some 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 confidence that he's going to be able to pull on from from their their experiences to help him not only through but to help him operate himself. So I think it's a it's going to be a little a better fight than people expect it to be. Well, we're talking Haney Garcia, but want to remind people March 13th is the next Pro Box Wednesday night fight card. It always goes down every other Wednesday. Wednesday, let's take a look. Wednesday night fights. On the next Wednesday Night Fights, March 13th, join us for the main event. Radovoye Hot Rod Kalajic steps into the ring with the Cuban Sullivan Barrera. Live from the ProBox Event Center in Plant City. Get your tickets at ProBoxTV.com or take your chances at the door. Wednesday Night Fights. It's going down April 20th. Haney and Garcia, WBC 140-pound strap on the line. Chris Algieri, Devin Haney is a big favorite in this fight. He's a minus 700 favorite going in. He's also coming into the fight with a lot of momentum. He beat Lomachenko when he dominated Regis Progray in his last fight to win a belt. So, so talk about the momentum that he has going into this fight. Well, I think that's really the key here in this fight. Uh, the fact that it's happening when it's happening. Sean, you alluded to it earlier uh, when it comes to Ryan that, you know, he oh, it was only a year ago that he had the fight, the disastrous fight with with Tank. And he's had one fight since the guy Duarte, who, who is not on the world level at all. And it's not really a guy who's going to prepare you for the likes of a Devin Haney. And we had talked about this on past shows. With Ryan's skill and talent and his ability, you know, there's there's something missing, right? A lot of it. We'll talk about psychology. We'll talk about discipline. We'll talk about uh, his, his training practices. So. With some more time, I think this fight would be a little bit different. But coming on to where they're currently at in their careers and what they're coming off of, you know, that that term momentum, George, is is really important. Haney is is riding super high. You mentioned the Lomachenko fight. You mentioned the, the Regis Progray moving up in weight to which 140 looks like a much healthier weight for him. He's physically stronger. He's bigger. He's not whittling himself down. He's weakening himself to make 135. Um, yeah. Ryan's a big guy. But he's not really proven yet at 140, whereas Devin Haney is. And he fought a very, very dangerous and physical guy, a real puncher in Regis Progre, and completely dominated him. He was on a different level entirely. He was physically stronger. He was able to push him around. He, he dropped Progre. That's, I think that's really important going into this fight. So, yeah, he's riding high. He's, he is the champion at this weight class. And Ryan, who hasn't been on the world level since the Davis fight, uh, is, is stepping back into the fray. And I'm not sure he's done enough leading up to this in terms of other fights and what he's been doing in, in the gym to really be that ready. And that's why I think Haney is, or not why I think he is, he is such a, a, a big a big favorite in the fight. And I think it's it's deservedly so. Sean, we're about to close this out, but the last word is on you. Um, final thoughts on this. We're going to be talking about this a lot. It goes down April 20th. Yeah, uh, you, if you're Devin Haney, um, you, you just... Use what everything that you've got 
used to get to this point. You use all of that. I think that, man, when you look at the momentum, you look at everything that he's done, especially most recently with uh against uh, Regis Progre. I mean, he just looks like he's 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 <laughs> as his dad says, the face of boxing. I think this is the fight that makes him the face of boxing. You're Ryan Garcia. You're you're hoping that uh Devin has a bad day on the job, and I think uh, if Devin has a bad day on the job. And uh, you know Ryan has a great day on the job. That evens that evens the playing field right there. And we'll, you know we'll see what happens from there. Don't miss it, April twentieth. Haney and Garcia. Good to be talking about a fight that is happening. Make sure you subscribe to us on YouTube. Pro Box TV is your boxing channel.